0: It's Sunday, July 30th, and this is Brian with the morning news. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, violent crime is rising sharply in the nation's capital, fueled by more homicides and carjackings. The District of Columbia's mayor, Muriel Bowser, and the D.C. Council have at times been at odds about crime legislation. On Capitol Hill, the Republican-led House has begun citing the city's crime statistics while aggressively reviewing local public safety laws. On July 24th, the Mexican consulate posted a tweet urging its nationals to take precautions in the city due to a significant increase in crime in areas previously considered safe. Law enforcement and government officials repeatedly point out that overall crime numbers in Washington have stayed relatively stable. However, July has been a particularly bloody month with 22 homicides as of Friday, including murders on the campuses of both Howard and Catholic Universities. New Police Chief Pamela Smith says, I believe I bring a fresh perspective, a different kind of energy, a different level of passion to what I'm going to do, said Ms. Smith, who takes the job at a precarious time. Crime in Washington, D.C. is now a national headline issue in Congress. Around the world, Saudi Arabia is set to host peace talks among western countries, Ukraine, and key developing countries, including India and Brazil, early next month as Europe and Washington intensify efforts to consolidate international support for Ukraine's peace demands. According to diplomats involved in the discussion, the meeting would bring senior officials from up to 30 countries to Jeddah on August 5th and 6th. It comes amid a growing battle between the Kremlin and Ukraine's Western backers to win support from major developing countries, many of which have been neutral over the Ukraine war. Ukraine and Western officials hope that efforts could culminate in a peace summit later this year where global leaders would sign up to shared principles for resolving the war. It comes as the war appears to have reached a stalemate with neither side able to gain meaningful territory in recent months. The meeting follows on from a gathering of senior officials in Copenhagen in late June, attended by Brazil, India, Turkey, and South Africa. Meanwhile, Iranian authorities are again cracking down on women breaking the country's strict dress code as they try to reassert control over last year's momentous protests that were rooted in demands for more freedom in the Islamic Republic. This week, authorities shut down an office of the country's leading e-commerce business, Dijikala, popularly known as Iran's Amazon.com, after its female staff was seen on social media without the obligatory hijab. They have also reinstated widely reviled street patrols to enforce the country's Islamic dress code and shut hundreds of cafes, restaurants, and amusement parks where staffers were seen to violate it. A police spokesperson said people caught violating the dress code would first be warned, then prosecuted if they did not comply. Despite the crackdown, a growing number of women are brazenly breaching the dress code. The country's morality police force was disbanded months into the protests, which were triggered after a young woman, Massa Amini, died after being arrested by the force for allegedly wearing immodest clothing. And back in the US, In a ceremony at General Dynamics Bath Iron Works in Bath, Maine, Saturday, Navy Secretary Carlos del Toro and a host of other officials christened the USS Harvey C. Barnum by breaking the traditional bottle of sparkling wine across the ship's bow. Named for Lieutenant Harvey C. Barnum, an artillery forward observer who, on December 18, 1965, led marine company h out of open ground in vietnam surrounded by enemy fire after the company commander and radio operator were killed for what lieutenant barnum did in those next critical hours the u.s navy presented him with the medal of honor in 1967. now the navy's newest arleigh burke class guided missile destroyer has been named in his honor Lieutenant Barnum delivered remarks to the gathered crowd as his wife christened the ship. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.